Hey there, you have tuned into that girl, Jenna Kirasoa. I'm currently using Inker FM, and I have my blog on blogspot.com. It is titled, I Am Woman, Hear Me Not Roar. Everything there is for you to read at your leisure if you don't want to hear me, and if you don't want to see any of the live streams. A lot of big content on my blog. It's titled, I Am Woman, Hear Me Not Roar. And currently, you're listening to my podcast, again, using Anchor FM. Today is October 14th, 2021. It's a Friday, and I just wanted to touch base with everyone. It's been a while since I've done any audio recording. Still adjusting to a new schedule, but everyone has been in my thoughts, and I have not forgotten what the objective admission is, and that is to constantly share and give information that will instill strong family values, give people insights, revelations, epiphanies, things you never really thought about, tidbits, all designed for deep critical thinking to really, really get into your mind and unearth some stuff. Sometimes it's painful, transition change isn't fun, Um, you're not always going to feel good. And ultimately, though, you can't rely too, too heavily on your feelings. It's usually a guide to direct you. Like if you're feeling angry or offended, um, that's probably a good thing because either it's something that you need to work on. It's something that I'm saying that it's false, incorrect and wrong and you need to correct me. Or maybe it's something that, um, again, you need to address figure out why these things are bothering you because if you have your truth if you have your reality and if you're secure and what you believe and understand to be right then what I'm saying shouldn't bother you at all you know you shouldn't get all, be getting all the angry feelings so look into yourself look past or hear past the initial feelings and really figure out what's being said and really the Again, I always say it's um, the only thing I really have to apologize for is like if your time is wasted and you didn't get anything out of it. So for that, I'm sorry in advance. But I most recently posted a blog and I titled it The Freeing Funeral. So let's just think about that for a second. Um, The verse I was referencing comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 2. I don't have the scripture right in front of me, but feel free to use a good old technology. And it talks about, it is better to go into a house of mourning than to go to a, a feast or a house of feasting. And ultimately, everyone's end is the same. We're all going to die. But the point is, though, most times when we go to a funeral, I shouldn't say most times, oftentimes, though, or a lot of times, funerals are designed to celebrate the life of the person. And oftentimes, you go through memories, you consider that person and all the shared experiences you had. Oftentimes, you know... You can have a lot of joy that comes out of there. Whereas a house party or a house of feasting, you're focused on yourself and your earthly 
needs and desires and wants and pleasures. You're feeding oftentimes an addiction or, um, you know, it's, it's for self-pleasure. And don't get me wrong. You have to find the balance between these things. There's nothing wrong with a celebration, a party, getting together with friends. It's part of what life is about. And that's why when you go to a funeral, you're celebrating someone's life and all the shared experiences and encounters. So we're not saying you can't have fun, you can't enjoy life. But there's a point where some people, that becomes their entire life. Just to party, just to drink, just to smoke. You can't wait to get to your next, you know, big event. So I went ahead and pulled up the verse so I can give you the direct quote. This is from Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 2. And my heading of my Bible says, The value of practical wisdom. And I'm just going to start in verse 2. Because it's better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. For that is the end of all men. And the living will take it to heart. So the reason why I keep bringing up all these heavy, depressing topics is um, we get so caught up in what we want, our immediate gratification. We want what we want, when we want it. And it's oftentimes we get so upset when we can't get the things that we want. We feel entitled. We feel that we deserve it. And Or this is where the main focus is, though, on the blog that I posted, is... We are so enslaved to our earthly desires, our earthly pleasures, our idols, our trophies, our prized possessions, our things. We get upset if we don't get the food fast enough. We get upset if we don't get the color car we want or the color phone or the newest model or this latest fashion trend. Uh, We get really upset if the things in our life aren't there where we want them. And to me, that, it's not to me, it's, it's been written throughout the course of mankind. It's written through a lot of earthly scholars, wise men and women who have just made the observation, like, we are getting so entangled and enslaved and entrapped by the wants and desires of this world. Our flesh is like, is becomes plagued with the addictions we're riddled with. The dopamine hits from shopping. You've got shows about hoarders. People have so much stuff they can't let go of it. They've got emotional baggage. You know, they're crippled if they they don't have the best look, if they don't have the best appearance, if they're insecure about something. You have addictions through alcohol, um, through controlled substances, pharmaceutical drugs. You have people who are compulsive shoppers who can't stop clicking away. Um, getting, you know, whatever you can get on Amazon, whatever you can get through, quick food deliveries. Again, I have to put the disclaimer, this isn't to say that we cannot enjoy life. We cannot enjoy the technologies. I'm not saying we cannot appreciate the advancement that we've come to enjoy and appreciate. It's life-saving. You know, you've got hardworking people who depend on deliveries, who defend, depend on things coming to their homes And there's, again, there's nothing wrong with these things. The issue is when you are so dependent on it that you can't function without it. Or if there's a disruption to your life, you're completely debilitated. That's what we're talking about, the enslavement. Even in your own mind, you know, you could be living in the biggest house with the most money and all the luxuries of the world and still be completely enslaved 
your mind could still be, you know, the biggest jail. So when I read these scriptures, it just so, it really, really reminds me that um, in the end, we all have the same final destination and let's enjoy this life. Um, I had, you know, a wonderful opportunity to hear a sermon that really talked more about um, what it means to be really free, like truly free. We say that we live in this free country, and we all know to an extent that's not entirely true. You know, we always talk about free will. You know, God has gives you the ability to make your own choices and to come to him if you want to or not. You can reject him. Some of those are your choices. But to be truly, truly free, what does that look like? And oftentimes people will say, oh, it means, you know, going to the car lot and getting whatever car I want, getting whatever food I want, being able to do with my hair, whatever color. And that's, that's great. You know, you do have that freedom. You know, ultimately, yes, that is your right. You can do those things. It's true. There are still laws that we have to respect and abide by. There are still things that, um parameters that we have to work within. So when we think about these things, um, consider though, are you really, really free or are you just giving a whole bunch of options? Because in the beginning, God created a garden and he wanted us to, to be there forever, a perfect place. You know, we shouldn't have to worry about where our food comes from. If you have to depend exclusively on a grocery store, if you depend exclusively on the delivery services, you know, you have to wait on whatever it is that you've ordered. It's like, you have to really consider, like, are you really free? You're still waiting. You're still dependent on someone else. And we are um, very, very social people. We absolutely need to have um, the support from loved ones. We need help all the time. We can't do everything on our own. That's why, you know, in the beginning, God said, let us make man in our image. God in three persons, blessed Trinity. God made Adam. And then what did he realize? That is not good for man to be alone. So he made him uh, a mate, a perfect person that would complete him. So it's not as if you have to be completely isolated and independent. But again, we're talking about your mind and not being enslaved to the woes of the world and not being held captive like oh if I can't get this then I'm gonna die or if I can't get this I'm not, what am I gonna do I can't function I can't you know it's like if my car doesn't work I can't do this I can't do that you know there's a balance between being able to work being able to be flexible and agile and realizing hey you know what you can't drive you ride a bike you can't ride a bike walk you can't walk that's when you need your brother to help you. If you can't get anywhere because you're immobile, you know, you're paralyzed, this is where, again, your mind is really a mind game. You know, you could be locked up in jail and still be the freest person in the world. You know, there's a lot of people we like to judge and say, oh, you're homeless, or you're riddled with addictions, or you've got all these problems, or you're traumatized, you're broken, you're messed up. Um, before we sit here and point fingers and talk about how, you know, enslaved or damaged they are or limited or broken down, you know, before you sit there and make those assumptions about someone else, consider, you know, your mind, are you balanced? You know, 
there's plenty of people out there who are living happy, functioning lives, and I'm not talking to you. If you have like, I don't, I don't, that doesn't apply to me, then it probably doesn't, and I don't even know why you're listening. I'm talking to people out there who are completely caught up in keeping up with standards of society, and people who can't function without someone telling them what to do or what to wear or what to dress or how to carry themselves, you know. Even with the government saying, you know, you can only work 40 hours a week or X, Y, and Z, or you have to follow all these mandates. You know, we need to respect the government and the government authorities. Even in the Bible, it says to respect those in authority, you know, the kings. For whatever reason, they're there. They're placed there, you know. Um, the thing is, though, who's most important in your life? Is it following the law of the land or is it following the law of God? Because if, if the law of God is um, not respected and is, if they're making you violate things that you know are not, is not honoring God, not honoring yourself and your family, this is where it comes to the enslavement part that I keep bringing up. And this is where the balance needs to be found. You know, are you going to completely dismantle um, your principles, your morals, your standards, because someone else that is controlling your life outside is making decisions? You know, that's where we're talking about the enslavement. You can be, you know, living on the streets and be the most happiest, freest person in the world. And unfortunately, other people on the outside are not going to see it that way. And ultimately, though, it's okay. You know, you're not living in that person's world. Don't be out there judging them and like, oh, you need to get your life together. You don't know what's going on. You're out of, you're out of the loop. You're, you have no clue. No, maybe you don't have a clue. Maybe you're the one that's caught up. And maybe you need to consider, like, you know, we're all going to die. And there's a wonderful verse... I'll have to put that in the notes and update it because I don't have my notebook in front of me, unfortunately. I believe it's in 2 Corinthians. But you know what? Everything is ours for those who love Lord. Like, we're not subjected to these laws and earthly standards. Everything is given to us. You know, once you're truly free in your spirit and in your mind and you know who you are, you know, child of God, if you know that and believe that, and you have no doubt about it, there's nothing in this world that can take that from you. They can't. They can break your body down. You can be sick. You can be, you know, completely paralyzed, incapable of moving on your own. But you know what? You know that you know that God is alive, and He's in you, and He's in your. He's everywhere. Everything is yours. You don't even care about the options, you know. It's like, I have this life. I'm alive, and I know there's more to come after this earthly life. You know, that is the most freeing. You just know this world is yours. It's supposed to be for you to enjoy. For us to work together and love one another, truly love one another. Drop the anger, drop the resentment, drop the rivalries. We have to give respect. No one says you have to like the person. There's plenty of people I don't really like. I don't like all law enforcement. I don't like all church people. I don't like every person because of oftentimes it just stems back to uh, 
you know, things like selfishness and narcissism. And if you're going to be picking on people and bullying people, making other people feel like crap, you know, I don't particularly like you. I'll respect you and I'll give you the credit that you deserve. You know, I'm not asking everyone to like everyone, but you should always act in love and realize, like I said, man, we're, we're all going to die. It's, it's better to go to the house of mourning than to go to house of feasting. And just having all these binge parties, smoking all day, smoking all day, drinking all day, popping your pills, smoking your cigarettes all day with no purpose, just to satiate your own needs or to run away from your problems instead of addressing them. Dude, at this point, it makes more sense for you to go to a funeral and hang out with loved ones or people reminiscing on the good old days. Why don't we focus on the good old days now? Make the good old days right now. Make the best of every opportunity right now. The world is ours. It truly is to be enjoyed. Growing a garden, making food for someone, baking some cookies and sharing it, you know, all of that stuff. You know, making clothes, refurbishing furniture, you know, making a new friend and helping to lift them up, lift one another up. There's so much we can do to really take full advantage of this world and to truly enjoy it. So with that, let me leave you. Hopefully, I've given you some good insights, something to think about, some more food for thought. And let me go ahead and say you've been listening to That Girl, Jenna Kirisoa, Anchor FM, also on blogspot.com. You can look me up under Jenna Kirisoa. I hope at any point in time that you're consuming this content, whether it's day, night, evening, morning, twilight, dusk, dawn, whenever, I can only hope you're having a good time and a good day. And with that, I will leave you God's peace.